Hey guys. How you guys doing today? It's Keith. And Raven. Back again with another episode of Life After Infidelity. You won't let me go. So today uh, we wanted to try and dive into some questions, um, a lot of frequently asked questions that couples have to deal with. Um, and today we're going to be answering them from the person who has been cheated on. Um, so we're going to run through some of these questions and talk on some of these topics. OK, so I guess let's dive right in. The first question, uh, should you forgive or stay in the marriage after cheating? So that question is is very is. It's always put in a general sense, but it's so personal to each individual couple. So when it comes down to it, there's a few steps that you really got to find out is like, OK, have have I made sure that this was something that um, I must was a mistake or was it something that they've been doing behind my back for a long time that they've been comfortable doing? And are they telling me just because they got caught or are they telling me because they truly want to you know, fix this and move forward? Um, evaluating those things first and, you know, also asking questions, trying to make sure that, you know, every every rock has been turned and that, you know, everything that 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 you need to know to be able to forgive, um, because the most important part about that question is, should you forgive? That's always a yes. Forgiveness is unquestionably Whether you stay or not. Exactly. That's unquestionably a yes. Staying in the marriage is going to be something that you're really going to have to determine with your spouse. And um, I think that's something that you really have to take out all external factors. Don't worry about what what family may say. Don't worry about how people will look at you because you have a divorce next to your name, you know, and don't worry about even if you have kids, because at the end of the day, as as a couple and as a married couple, especially our our job is to love one another and also to show our kids what love is. If we stay in it for the sake of just being co-parents, that's going to show. And they're they're going to grow up with a tarnished look on what love oh, is. Yeah. Uh, how do you let go? How were you able to let go? Um, me for me, letting go came after questioning 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 i had to find out the answers that were hurtful to me i had to find out the answers that even hurt you bringing them back up i had to find out you know the the gaps that were left open within our marriage like at the end of the day i needed to know all the blueprints that led to the the building up of this um of this unfortunate circumstance as well as how we're going to be able to tear this down and rebuild together in our situation because we we definitely knew like okay we're going to stick this out together and well there was a point you were yes yes there, me. there was a point um so there was a point that came up you wanted that, to he wanted yeah, to divorce I, me i wanted to divorce him there was a point i wanted to divorce him yeah there were times yeah so it was it was on both sides that we felt that at different times but you know when we've fully established that okay we're going to stay together and we're going to work this out that was something that we really had to make sure we put everything out on the table 
Um, I think that I think that you had. I don't know if we had a talk where it was blatantly said, or you had just got a notion that it was like, okay. Unless I know everything fully out there, then I'm not going to be able to move forward with a clean slate. But I think you had got the gist of that because you know I was asking a lot of questions. Right. I was. You know, if I had to ask them four or five times until I truly felt like it was a full on answer, I was going to ask them mm-hmm. whether it whether it hurt me or not. I can't move forward in anything if I don't know all like all stuff that's involved. So and as a cheater, you know, you have to you have to express that, you know, yeah. it's vital uh, not express, but you have to tell you have to tell in full detail. Yeah everything that had occurred um unless you know if you're the type of person who doesn't want for uh full detail mm-hmm. uh then you know hey i'm talking about the the person who was cheated on uh, yeah if you don't want full detail you just want to know i mean then you know that's it, just what you want but as the person who has cheated i think it's best to give them their wishes especially when you are um looking to rebuild yeah uh, your relationship but is it right for the person who was cheated on to treat the person who has cheated who did cheat is it right for them to treat them as though they have to every single day wake up and kiss their feet even past the issue no i, I especially not past the issue now Let's be frank. Like when you when you do something like that against your spouse, you tear them down in a major way. Yeah. Emotionally, mentally, physically, that's that's going to be one of the lowest points that somebody will feel about themselves, think of themselves, and and really question themselves on so many levels that they may not have ever questioned before. So you're going to have to, yeah, take it to another level of really showing that. You know, whatever they're thinking so lowly of themselves is not true. But when it's to the point to where you guys are really trying to move past it, it's not right for any side to try and make the other person feel like you have to be a servant to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, especially and, and I say that that goes both ways. You know, yeah. at the the person who was cheated on cannot make the cheater feel that way. And also the cheater cannot in certain circumstances try and um switch things around on the cheater to make it make them feel like oh because you did this that caused me to go do this which some some do try to try to make it seem that way like you caused me to do this because you did not do this you know there there's no right for either side to try and make the other person become a servant they're your spouse point blank period you guys are in this together equally and it's not one side above another not one side put up on a pedestal over another yeah you're committed to life yeah uh together so i guess the next question would be um what about those who have uh forgiven their spouse already and then they find out that they've cheated again um I think as somebody starts to become a repeat offender of any of any action that is against your marriage, then you really start to have to look at the character of that person. Then, you know, I it goes back to that old saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So then would you. OK, there's a lot of people who 
got on you for saying that mm-hmm. what I did was a mistake. Right. And the reason why I say that is because that that only happened once. Mm-hmm. And also the steps that we're talking about taking towards forgiveness, those are steps that we took. And after diving deeper into it and finally figuring out and finally getting to the point to where, okay, I understand how we can move on and how we need to move on. I also understood the answers as to, okay, as a husband, as a person in a relationship where it takes two people to make this thing work, where did I leave a doorway open? And I was, I humbled myself to look at that point and say, okay, cool. She was talking to me about things that were bothering her. Mm -hmm. She was talking to me about things that she needed. Now, at the same time, I was not there to hear it. I, um, like I said, we were early on, which is no excuse. We were early on. We took on that responsibility. I should have made sure I was prepared to take on that responsibility, both of us. Um, But I, I was not. And, you know, I did not give you what you needed in the form of just feeling loved when you felt like other people were against you, other people were against us. And, 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 you know, I didn't give you that. So that's why I say I saw it as a mistake because I told her at the same time, I was going through stuff within my own head that we were both at points of vulnerability that all it took was the right person to come up, have the right conversation. And, yeah, like we all it take is that that opportunity to open up and you open up that doorway. And I've had this talk with multiple with multiple people that have went through cheating as well. Cheating is not always on a physical level mm-hmm. and it hardly ever starts there. You're never really going to just it's it's rare that somebody is just in the club and all of a sudden, oh, we going to the bathroom. I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's in most cases, it starts off with you allowing somebody into your relationship on an emotional level is always emotional or psychological before physical comes into play. And if we leave those doorways open, that person is going to, they're going to get comfortable being there. You're going to get comfortable disclosing things to them. Mm -hmm. And that's where it really starts. And I think a lot of people don't notice you have already started the process of cheating before you have done something physical. Yes. I should not stuff that's between me and my wife that we have not already conquered and has become our testimony and it's still a test for us. I should not be opening up to another woman about that because then all it takes is her to possibly be in the wrong place in her relationship. If we are both in a relationship and then she already knows the keys to pick up on on what I need so she can fulfill her her quick need that she may need. And then we're both left out there doing something wrong. And so that's why I say that it was a mistake. Now, it would be different if over the course of finding out that this had happened, you start to tell me, oh, you know, you start going through the list like DMX did with names. <laughs> it was time. <laughs> like, you know, just going through all, all these different names. Then at that point, I'm like, OK, yo, this is your character. Right. I can't move on with you because at the end of the day now. You're letting me know that you're not willing to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. You know, I I knew and people tried to get on me for saying this. I knew my wife when I stood at the altar with her. Where we had where we did not recognize 
um, was that with us being so young, we thought that we were independently minded. We thought that we were not impression as impressionable as we were. And, you know, you get around certain people at a job, you get around a certain environment, and then you start to really see how impressionable you are when you look back on it in hindsight as 2020. You're like, dang, I changed so much at the course of just like being around these people at work, being around these people that, you know, I, I started to hang around with um, in college, whatever. Like you start to notice a change within yourself that when you look back on, you're like, man, but a year prior to me meeting them, I was not that person. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of people that try to say, how are you going to say you knew her standing at the altar, but then she did this, it's because we went through those things. We're still young and impressionable. And to be honest, we're 28. We just within the past few years have figured out who we are. Really? <laughs> like, that, that's something that we just recently found out. So, like, you know, I, I'm not saying that to try and deter people who are young to try and that, that want to try and get married and do the right thing before God. But at the same time, it's, it's to let you know what's real. It's to let you see what you had to realize. And and to be um, completely frank with the people that are out there are going to say, see, that's why you need to have a long engagement. Or that's why you need to have a long relationship with somebody 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 who who they are as a girlfriend or boyfriend is still different than who they are as a husband or wife Mm -hmm. because those are two completely new roles those are two new roles that you both are taking on i don't care how much you try to you know and no disrespect to anybody i don't care how much you try to play house it's not the same it really isn't the battles that you face because of because of the power that a union has before god the enemy comes on attack so tough way different than when you are just dating and then you add kids yes and you know and and for some people sadly that's when it happens is after the kids you know yes thank god for us we didn't have our, our boys that were you know in the mix at that time yes and we were able to make those decisions of how we go about things without any external and factors. finding out what we need you know there's yeah. there's couples today that have been married for literally 15, 20 years that don't even know what the person needs mm-hmm. in the relationship. Like, you know, like I'd like to point out that book, uh, The Five Love Languages. Yeah. Um, it really helps you to understand your partner yeah. and love them w- with their love language, yeah, by their love language. And, and, you know, without that understanding, it's so many things that are just confusing of trying to understand what they do on a day-to-day basis because you're like, why do they do this? Why do they get ticked off about this? Like that's so small. And that was, that was another huge lesson we had to learn What's small to one may be huge to yes. another, but you have to respect it in the same. If you try to show in any way that you're going to slight that person by saying, Oh, like, why are you even tripping off that? Then at that point, you're, you're really just like, you're not giving them a, a welcome mat to say like, okay, come in and talk to me about anything. That right there is a way to get somebody to shut down and be like, okay, look, I'm, I'm going to go to somewhere else to talk about it. And whether it be a family member, whether it be a friend, or whether it be somebody that they met that they may just feel that, that point of comfort with. But that's what I talk about when it's those doors that can open for mistakes to happen. Right. Um, okay, so I'll, we'll do two more. Okay. Two yep. more questions. Next question is, did I do something to make my spouse cheat? So the answer to that um, would be a no and a yes. Um, and I'm speaking on terms of if, if it's somebody who made a mistake, not somebody who you've seen, 
you know, that it's their character to just, you know, want to have multiple women at the same time or multiple men at the same time. But, um, no, you did not make him do it because it's not like you put a gun to their head. It's not like you saw the other person in bed naked and you just toss your, your mate or spouse in there with them. But yes, because there was some type of open door that was not, uh, uh, that was not attended to, mm-hmm. you know, and at that point that allowed any type of temptation to try and roll in, which it did. And it led to something. Now, uh, every person is not guilty of this by themselves because in relationships, I can speak from a guy's perspective. I'm, I'm, for example, not a very vocal person about how I feel. And if, if I'm not vocalizing that, I could be leaving doorways open without letting you know. Right. But at the same time, yes, we still do have to be attentive to our mate and, and our spouse to, to see, like, okay, why are you acting different? What's going on? And really pay attention to that. And I think, too, to, uh, if, if there is a cheater that is stating that, um, you know, you made me do this. Um, that's just toxic. Yeah, that's toxic. Yeah. That's very toxic. Um, and I'm not I'm not a walking dictionary, but I think that would be, you know, close to the fact of what narcissism. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you tell your kids? Yes. But you- how can you say this? Because our boys weren't even thought of. Yeah, they weren't thought of, but it goes back to like last episode. We spoke on the households that we have. I, I grew up in a household and you grew up in a household with both our parents. Okay. I remember saying um, multiple times that they would have discord like at certain points. You can you can notice a difference, the tension within the house. And later on, it would be a talk that they would explain to us what that disagreement was. Even on something from a smaller level like that, all the way up to infidelity, I think that at a certain age, it's not saying that, oh, you have a five year old. Yeah, go tell so your three year old, yeah. your daddy, what daddy yeah. did or mommy did. But it's, yeah, it's to the point to where, for one, you know that there is a a good relationship between the child and both sides and a good respect between the child and both sides, because to be frank, even if you tell a teenager too soon before they have really gained a respect over the other parent, especially if it's the parent who did the wrong, sometimes you can cause a bigger discord within the household because now that child looks at that parent as a worse yeah. person. So, Especially it, if you aren't in a place of forgiveness right, either. Right. You know, it depends. It, I think that that really depicts on, yeah. especially because... My boys know, you know, whatever mommy feels, they feel. Yeah. And they're going to feel it towards their father. Uh Uh-huh. So if I'm talking negative about their dad, they're going to feel exactly that. Yeah. Um, Which is why, you know... You know, you have to really differentiate or you. I, I would pray about that. Yeah, yeah. Deeply. But definitely, I do feel like yes, you tell the kids how yeah. how you tell them is going and to how. be. Yeah, how you tell them is going to be. You know, definitely sitting them down with both parties there, and uh, go before God. Sorry yeah. to, to, but go before God and explain to Him, Father, I feel so much anger. Yeah. Towards this person, I I don't. I really don't know how I'm gonna tell them but mm-hmm. you lead me and you yeah. guide me because i need i need your direction because yeah. at this point i'm ready to curse their name and and you know i honestly say that uh 
it's really you talk to them about that after you have healed. I feel like it should be talked about with both parties there mm-hmm. so that that way it, it does give that that point of respect to hear both sides out, even for the child. Um, and then also, I feel like um, if you are not in a place to where you have already forgiven and moved forward, that being brought up again can lead to a lashing out even on your side and take away from the moment that you're actually trying to you know, discloses with your child and give them some type of insight on, okay, this is why mommy and daddy may not be together. Or this is what mommy and daddy want to show you how to fight through within a relationship. And, you know, like I say, it's it's probably, and in most cases, it's going to be a conversation you have with your teenagers that are older. Because one of the, the most handicapping things that I think that we can do is not teach our kids how to be equipped of things that could possibly come up and mm-hmm. how to look out for things that could possibly come up and how you leave doors open for things to come in to a relationship especially when you want to take it serious yes so but yeah so that's that's my take on it um and so we just thank you guys for being here with us today <laughs> hearing hearing me out man i want to say something yeah. about my husband you are the most forgiving person and I love you and you are going to really show a lot of people forgiveness at its finest. The way Christ forgave us, you really have that so beautifully and deeply inside of you. And I love you you for that. So I love you too. You guys listen, take notes because he is very wise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We will do another video um, on you know this topic we're going to do another podcast and the Uh, next time we plan on flipping the roles so we're going to to ask the questions um and get the answers from the side of the person who committed that mistake yeah who cheated who cheated um but yeah we'll talk to you guys soon thank y'all have a blessed day